Welcome everyone to the Game Disc Podcast, where every week we discuss a specific video game, brand new, retro, or anything in between, and figure out if it's worth putting on our top 100 games of all time. I'm your host, Simon SD, and today I'm joined by my co-host... Mike, also known as the walking, living, breathing encyclopedia of video games. That's true. That is actually on like his resume. Uh, which is good, because we're going to need him today when we talk about Star Fox 64. Uh, does this game hold up and need all these remakes? Or was it perfect the first time? We will answer all those questions, but first. Mike, how are you doing today? I am doing fantastic, Simon. I uh, just played the, the new, uh, whatchamacallit, DreamWorks All-Star Kart Racing. I'm oh, yeah. reviewing that right now. Um, pretty solid. Good, pretty solid. And it's made by the same guys that did Avatar. So uh, it's kind of <laughs> wild like, how that turned out. But you're not sure how to feel. Oh. Yeah, they should stick to kart racers. <laughs> That's how I feel. <laughs> That's how I'm doing right now. Well, I'm glad. I, I'm surprised that you... Uh, well, was it? Did you request it or was it handed to you? No, I was asked, and I said, "Why not?" Okay. Well, I'm glad that it's, like it's a, a it's a kart racer. Shrek's in it. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, I'm glad that it was a. Yeah, yeah I'm I glad that it was a better time than Avatar. Uh, I know yeah, for sure. Awesome. Anything is at this point. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So, are you ready to just jump into the news? Yeah, let's get it. Cool. Um. So, kind of the big story this week was uh, Bungie's layoffs. Uh, just jumping right into it. Um, yeah, it's been all over Twitter, It's man. been all I over. I, I think mostly because there was a lot of confusion originally. So, at first, like when it came out, it was like, because I think it happened October 30th. So, people were like, oh, they're only giving them, you know, a day of like... Um, healthcare uh you know like no severance that's it wait there's no uh, well so that was the original report um but then it seems like there may have been another report where um they were actually getting like three months of healthcare and severance but the this is all made worse by bungie just not really being very clear with anything <laughs> like we for, like when when epic laid off people we knew like the percentage of the company and we knew that actual headcount mm-hmm. with bungie they've been kind of trying to like hide that uh the numbers seem to be around 100 which i don't know what um kind of percentage of bungie that is um but a couple of things that we do know about the layoffs is that this came from bungie management not sony so a lot of people at first were like oh sony's bottom and they're trimming it because they're not happy with Bungie, whatever. No, this seems to have come from Bungie. Maybe Sony had the final say, but this was Bungie management making these calls. Mm-hmm. Um, mostly due to a very, very steep drop in revenue of Destiny no. 2. Let miss- me, oh, go ahead. Well, yeah, I was going to say, let me backpedal real quick with Sony. What is Sony's involvement with Bungie right now? I, I don't know, actually. They own them. They bought them last year? Really? Yeah, it was, and they, so last year, yeah, that's I think what it was last confusing. year, was it January? That went right over my head. It was either, it, it happened, like, there's been so many buyouts. Well, yeah, and so this, this happened, like, kind of in the midst of the uh, Activision Blizzard stuff, so I'm not terribly uh, surprised, because it was, not only was it um, in the middle of all that, but it was fast, <clears throat> it was done, like, quickly. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so Sony owns Bungie. Um, and that's another that's kind of insane. wrinkle to this. In the purchase price, Sony paid like 1.2 billion for employee retention because mm. they recognized 
the employees were the important part of Bungie. Um, but then Bungie just ended up cutting a bunch of them loose anyway. So, um, but yeah, they missed revenue targets by like 47%, I think. Um, but these layoffs seem to be pretty high profile. Kind of one of the, I think the biggest one, at least the one I recognized was um, Michael Salvatore, who was the mm. composer for Halo and Destiny. I knew that gone. name sounded familiar. He's gone, um, oh, which damn. is insane. Like That music was badass man i mean yeah he's been at bungie for what i mean he worked i think 20, on the original yeah. halo so yeah 22 20, well 22 years? years ago was halo uh, halo's one yeah. unless he did marathon as well i don't know what music marathon had though i don't know if he did marathon but i'm pretty sure he worked on he worked with like marty o'donnell on halo mm. um but yeah so it's just wild so and it, it's especially weird because with bungie missing the revenue targets with destiny 2 I mean, do you think we, we've seen this year a lot of live service games kind of plateauing and even dropping or at least slowing their growth? I mean, do you think that that's where Destiny 2 is at? I don't I don't know about what you. What money s- are they even making anymore in that game? Well, I mean, it's still it's still huge. It's but I, you, I know it had a decent right. fan base, but like what are they still doing expansions? Yeah, they're still doing expansions. Okay, and, that's that's what I'm kind of getting at right now. Yeah, so they still do expansions. They still have cosmetics and things, microtransactions. Okay. But I think the big problem is that the last expansion was really poorly received. Um, mm. And I think that that was kind of a lot of players took that as like a jumping off point. Like, okay, uh, we'll mm. just wait for Destiny 3. So then why get rid of your composer? You're probably going to need him if you make a Destiny 3. But I don't yeah, know. No, what do rough. I know? Um, so yeah, more layoffs, uh, which is a shame because these these employees are, I mean, across the industry, all these employees are putting out just insane game after insane game. Um, and so it sucks that... You yeah, know, they were blindsided. Because yeah, when it, I, was, um, I was reading a few people's tweets uh, the other day, man, like... They didn't see it coming, and they're already on there looking for work. Like they're like, "Hey, yeah, you know, I'm I'm available now." Yeah, it's. You know I mean, mean, yeah, because if Sony paid at 1.2 billion, they that yeah, you kind of bring up a, a point. They all thought they were safe because Sony specifically paid for them to stay there. Um, and so I don't mm. know. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I'm not. Yeah, something's if fi- something fishy or something we don't understand is going on. Yeah, I, I, and and again, came from Bungie, not Sony. So, um, but that's where Bungie's at. So it'll oh, be Sony's. That that's actually a whole topic too. Um, after Jim Ryan, I forgot somebody else just stepped down. I don't know if that was a week or two ago now. From Sony? Yeah, there was. There was somebody something else after Jim Ryan had come up. Forgot uh, what though. I'm gonna have to look that up. Yeah, let me know. Um, because yeah, I just typed in Sony stepped down, and the only thing I see is Jim Ryan. Jim Ryan, and then there was somebody else. I feel like. It's just been crazy news with Sony though the past like few months, and then the the price hike. Obviously, yeah, we discussed that. Yeah, which was already. Yeah, it just seems like uh, yeah, it, it's just yeah. Sony's been having a good year, but I think that sentiment is not great, and Bungie is now part of Sony. So any negative sentiment towards Bungie is negative sentiment towards Sony. So hopefully they can, yeah. Hopefully, you know, uh, I hope they've got something up their sleeve for 2024 because um, with the exception of Wolverine, we don't really know a whole lot else that well, Sony said, has They need display. a roadmap because it's do. scary because like I finished Spidey already. Spidey's great. 
Yeah. You know, and I'm sure Wolverine's going to be fantastic too. But yeah, Project Eve, I was talking to somebody about the other day. We haven't seen anything from that. Or Stellar Blade. That's what it's called now, Stellar Blade. Yeah. There hasn't been any updates on that game. No, there. I mean, yeah, we don't know. I mean, Sucker Punch is probably in the trenches for something. Naughty Dog is probably, you know, supposedly it's, they're still working on The Last of Us multiplayer, which who knows that if was on come ice, out. quote unquote. It, yeah, right? after after Bungie said maybe this isn't good. <laughs> uh, well, maybe Bungie shouldn't be making that call. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but so that's yeah, it's a, a rough time for um, Sony, but. Uh, I mean, they're still putting out good games, and at the end of the day, that's mostly what matters. You know uh, who it's not a rough time for? Microsoft? Capcom, again. Oh. I got to bring do? up Capcom because apparently there was a, there's a reputable Resident Evil leaker who I believe was right about Village. Like, Is that like a year Dusk Golem? Two. What's that? Is it Dusk Golem? I forget the name. I forget who I was watching the other day that was talking. It might have been Maximilian Dude or somebody, but... um. Apparently, Resident Evil 9 is going to have the biggest budget of any Resident Evil title. And I already know that game's going to sell. Like, it's going to be fantastic. Yeah, the I The track record's been great. Yeah, uh, that, that tracks. <laughs> I mean, after, yeah. you know, they've been 2, two 4, and uh, I mean, 7 and 8 are, have all just been... They've all exceeded expectations from what I, I, I have gathered. So it makes yeah. sense, you know, give it a little bit more. Um, hopefully they, they kind of keep it a little measured so that it's still you know resident evil i know sells well but -hmm. it doesn't sell like call of duty well so hopefully of course and that was like that was the problem with like final fantasy 16 it's so it breaks my heart man yeah it sold well but it didn't sell well enough to where it needed to and uh then square enix is like yeah it sold but we needed more it's like okay well i try telling the townspeople man like you gotta tell the townspeople (laughs) listen hey all you people please play these games yeah well at some point like at some point, it's these companies too. Like you got to rein in the budgets a little bit. You know, mm. know know where the success is. Like I said, Final Fantasy sixteen sold, I think, like three or four million copies in its first couple of days. That's, wow, that's a lot, right? Yeah, yeah. If that's not the level of success you were looking for, maybe the game isn't the problem. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, um, but uh, yeah, that's hope. I'm sure the Resident Evil Nine will be great. I'm looking forward to it um absolutely whether i play it on xbox or playstation and if i play it on xbox i will not be able to use my third-party controller because microsoft just announced that they will no longer allow unauthorized third-party accessories for the xbox um yeah this is kind of weird um i mean we talked last week about smash bros and how some you know nintendo kind of did something similar with smash tournaments where you have to use official nintendo accessories um you know people might have for whatever reason you know i think xbox actually does have their own accessibility controller but you know some people who might need those things might have one they prefer so why not just give them the option it's i don't know i mean i feel like that's gonna cause so much i mean it has already started up controversy yeah but even around that as well like people who are handicapped and they already had a controller that was third party that maybe is more accessible than even their official accessible or accessibility controller. That's yeah. going to definitely present problems if enough people are vocal about it. Yeah, no, I, I 100% agree. I, um, yeah, I, I, I it doesn't, I, I mean, I'm sure Microsoft has their reasons, but on, from the outside looking in, it doesn't it seem, good. yeah, it does, it's it, not a good look. 
Yeah, yeah, you pretty much nailed it. Um, but what was looking pretty good was Digital Eclipse. Uh, they thought they were they were doing pretty good work, and Atari thought so too. So they bought them for twenty million dollars. Um, I remember seeing them a lot on Game Boy Advance. I'm trying to remember what all they've done. You did they work? Did they do the X Men? I had an X Men game for Game Boy that was amazing. Oh, you're right. They did work on stuff. So I I only know them as the company who is really big into video game preservation. Wait, wait, wait. They've done um, Castlevania Anniversary and all that, right? They. Well, that was M2. That might have been M2. Yeah, that wasn't them. They did. um... Oh, so originally they were known as a different company. Oh, as Digital Eclipse, as Digital Eclipse. That's weird. So from 2015 on... Oh, they did do the X-Men game. Sorry. No, no, you're right. They, they did, did a lot of Game Boy Advance games. Reign of Apocalypse. Yep. Yep. Um, so, but from 2015 on, they've mostly been doing collections. Y- you're, you're right. They didn't do the Castlevania... Oh, can you hear me okay? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, they didn't do the Castlevania one, but they did do a lot of other ones. Their first big one was the fantastic uh, Mega Man Legacy Collection. Uh, um, and then they've done like the Disney Afternoon Collection, Street ooh. Fighter 30th. Uh, their big ones, though, were the Atari 50, which I haven't played, but I want to play it so bad. Ooh, is that the one that came out like last year? Yeah, and it's like it a, looks gorgeous. Yeah, it's supposed to be really good, like just a fantastic documentary. And then this year they did the making of uh, Karateka, um, which is also supposed to be just like a fantastic um, playable documentary, basically. I've never uh, heard of that. What is that? Karateka? Yeah, it's an old fighting game, I think. And they just kind of did a similar thing where they put out a documentary game called The Making of Karateka. And it's, I guess it's just as good as Atari 50. So, um, yeah, they've been doing a lot of these kind of classic revivals and um, really well put together packages that are not only interested in letting you play these games like they were originally made, but also giving you a little bit of... Um, behind the scenes work on them and i think that's why atari bought them because atari seems to be in this mode where it's like they're trying to figure out where they want to stand as a video game company and i think they've landed on we're just going to be the retro game company they might as well capitalize on that because i mean that's their thing <laughs> you know when it comes to video game companies i mean they precede nintendo even mm-hmm. i mean atari 2600 that was the big household console yeah and up until the video game crash of 83 of course yeah. So I think that's a smart move by Atari. And also game preservation, such a touchy subject anyways, um, where I think it's like some crazy number where only 17% of all available games in the world are playable or something. Jeez, oh, I didn't know that. Uh, completionist. I think Completionist talked about that. I don't know if you saw his like mini documentary he did when he bought the entire eShop before it closed. I, I read about it. I didn't I didn't watch it though. Fantastic, by the way. What what um Gerard did for game preservation was fantastic. So yeah, kudos I'll, to I've, him. I've been meaning to check it out. Um the it's funny you brought that up because the to bring it kind of back to digital eclipse, one of the main guys there is um somebody named Frank Cifaldi. I think it's it's Cifaldi mm-hmm. or Cifaldi. And he does a podcast called uh, the Video Game History Hour, uh, which is a really good podcast where Ooh. basically every episode they go through and they um, basically just talk about a game from that's basically was lost to time or or didn't come out or whatever. Um, and he did have um, the completionist on it when he did do the eShop thing and kind of interviewed him. And it was it was really interesting. So I haven't heard that interview. I saw um, was it Wood and Bob 
you know, from a Nintendo podcast, did a pretty okay. good um, interview with him. So what's the podcast that you were talking about? Uh, video Game Hour? Video Game History Hour. Yeah. Video Game History Hour. I'm going to have to check that out. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, that's that's kind of when I became a fan of Digital Eclipse when I started listening to that podcast. And uh, yeah, these I mean, they've got a lot of knowledge and they they have like their own foundation to kind of preserve stuff. So they're they're doing good work over there. So, um, yeah, I'm glad to see Digital Eclipse getting some funding and that we'll make sure to get their games for a long time. And good on Atari. That's a yeah, good move. I, I think it is. I think it's a good fit. You know, I know a lot of mm-hmm. people are afraid of consolidation, in it, but I think that this is one that makes sense. I, yeah, I think absolutely. That- um the other kind of big news well i don't know it should have been big news but it feels like it wasn't was blizzcon was this week (laughs) and during the (sighs) opening (laughs) ceremony yeah i was driving to la when this was going on so i got the i just kind of breezed through it but um it seems like the big things were the first diablo 4 expansion was announced it's going to be called vessel of hate and it's coming out 2024 um and then we've got three world of warcraft expansions uh, oh my god! In twenty twenty one. No, so years so, so the <laughs> I don't think all three of these are coming out in twenty twenty four. Basically, they announced so Chris Metzen, who was kind of like one of like the OG guys on WoW, he yeah. left and then he came back. And so this are I think kind of the beginning. Signs, yeah, yeah. I think that these are kind of the beginning of his um his story that he's kind of telling, and it's going to be this trilogy of expansions: War Within, then Midnight, and then the Last Titan. Um, with the War Within coming out in 2024, and then Midnight and Last Titan probably coming out like 2025, 2026. Maybe I they're hope all coming people out are excited for it. Yeah, uh, I hope WoW so too. is. I've I've had my little time with WoW back in the day. Um, I didn't really play much, but I thought it was fun, and I moved on. Because yeah. I know a game like that that encompasses your whole world. Yeah, but that's why I never people, got into it. I was yeah, afraid of that. Mm-hmm. So I, I hope people do enjoy that. Uh, I hope they enjoyed those announcements from BlizzCon. Well, yeah, we're not even done yet because not only did they announce three WoW expansions, but they also announced uh, Cataclysm coming to WoW Classic. Um, so, and- what's the difference? There's a WoW Classic, and then yeah, so there's, there's a more modern WoW. So, there's like WoW, which is the game that was like that started however many years ago, the uh, 2003, right, or whatever, like- whatever year it was. Yeah, it's been yeah, going on forever yeah. now. And then a couple of years ago, they announced WoW Classic, which was basically just vanilla wow here was here's wow when it launched in 2003 it is that game oh so i mean like i'm not gonna play it but that's cool yeah it makes sense and so now they're kind of like hey cataclysm which is a really popular expansion that's going to be coming to wow classic um that's like they did runescape they did old school runescape and then they did like whatever modern runescape so it's it's just that so it's for people who maybe don't like all the new modern wow they can go back and play something so it's cool um so yeah cataclysm cataclysm is coming to wow classic um and then on the overwatch front which is kind of the only one i vaguely pay attention to because my yeah (laughs) uh My fiance plays Overwatch, so I kind of follow that a little bit. Um, there's a new hero. He's Samoan. His name is, I think it's pronounced Malga. Um, he's a new tank who uses two gigantic chain guns. He looks pretty cool. I like his design. I thought he looked like um, the Rocks character in Moana. Yeah. He, no, he 100% does. Like, look I'm like sure the Rocks everybody's character. already made that comparison. <laughs> I was about to say that. I was like, what, what <laughs> movie was thumbnail. that from? I know who you're talking I could picture him as my. You're right. He 100%. Yeah. And I, I don't see, I'm sure everybody has made that connection because he looks just like him. If you gave that dude chain guns, he would look just like Malga. Um, which is which maybe they should i i don't know i haven't i haven't seen moana too but 
If there I've never a seen it. I've never seen Moana. Or Somebody's screaming at us right now. <laughs> yeah, they're like, actually, there is a Moana two, and there are no chain guns. Well, maybe in Moana three then. Um, yeah, sell more tickets. <laughs> and then the last kind of announcement was uh, Hearthstone is getting an expansion coming out uh, November fourteenth. That's still um, going strong too, huh? I guess so. Yeah. I I mean, I was never really big. In, were you big into Hearthstone? I really wasn't. No, card games like that. Um, well, it depends. Like, obviously, Yu-Gi-Oh! growing up, Pokemon, yada, yada, yada. Marvel but Snap? But when it comes to... You play any Mar- Did you play any Marvel Snap? No, every Game Awards. <laughs> actually, every Jeff Keighley hosted event. I, I think it's a meme at this point. They always make sure they have, like, a five-minute spot on Marvel Snap. I... I'm like, Oh, go ahead. <laughs> no, I'm like, it's it's ridiculous. I'm like, dude, come on. Five I, minutes. I, I love that game when it came out. I was addicted for like a good We're, month and then I, I sleep at of, mobile games, man. I was like, I uh, do I do too, but this one this one's is it good? That itch. Um I don't know if it still is, but it was they when it Midnight came out. Midnight Suns now. Oh, I don't do know they? how well that did though. I heard Midnight Suns was really good, but it just didn't do well. I was like card game. I'm like, ah, oh, come on. I give it a shot. It's not like because it's it's. I mean, it launched only on phones. It's a good game to just have on your phone. Like, oh, I've got a couple minutes to kill. I'll do a round. Yeah, you're at the, the rounds, Yeah, the rounds are the rounds are really short too, mm-hmm. and it's it's like pretty free to play. And I never really felt like I needed to spend money. Maybe that again, all of this could have changed. I haven't played the game in a long time, but I I, I really enjoyed it. And I typically don't like phone games either. But as far as kind of phone games go. This one is perfect. I think this was exactly what I was looking for in a in a just a dumb little phone game, and it's Marvel, and I, I like comic yeah, books. So. Yeah, that's cool to hear, though. Yeah, give it a shot. Um, it's free. Uh, and then you added these, so I'll let you talk about this. But NSO is getting an update. Yeah. So uh, NSO had a really interesting update this week that kind of just came out of nowhere. That's a good way so, to put it. <laughs> as we were just talking about before, uh, Castlevania Anniversary Collection that launched a few years ago did not come with Castlevania Legends. Mm-hmm. So that was added this week on the Game Boy side of things, which is a really cool inclusion. And then NES got some Famicom stuff, uh, both translated for the West now, which is great. You got Devil World, which is that blue dude with the red Speedo you remember from Smash yep. Brothers Brawl. That was like, er, er, er. Pain in the ass assist trophy. Probably tied with Nintendog. I don't know. They were both pretty bad. <laughs> but Nintendog's but, at least cute. Yeah, but get off the screen. <laughs> Fuck off my screen. Nah, fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> um, you got the Mysterious Murasame Castle, which I've always been interested in. I just never played it. Yeah, um, was this the one made by Miyamoto? Yes. Okay. Yeah, uh, I forget who else. It was two other prolific people on the team as well. Okay. But... Yeah, that's uh, Takamaru's game, who is also... I think he first appeared in Smash Ultimate. I don't know if he was in Smash Wii U as an assist trophy, but I always thought he was cool looking. So yeah. now this week, you know, we'll all have the chance to play both of these games translated wasn't on there, English. Wasn't there a third one? Or am I crazy? No, it was just these three. It's Wait. been a really cool time to be a Famicom fan. Oh, like specific- okay. Uh, yeah, I, I get it now. I don't know what my brain was. I totally missed. I was looking at our like rundown. Uh, doc, oh, yeah. I, I only saw two of them. I saw Legends and uh, Murasame Castle, and I was like, "Where there was a third one. Where was the third yeah, one? Yeah, that's you, why I had to put them in bold. Yeah, Devil World's no, right next you, to it. You did everything right. I just mm. can't see things that are yeah, in my face, I guess. You. I guess so. I don't know how I missed 
the three bolded things as He's opposed saying, to the two. saying, guys, don't get old, man. Yeah, I don't. Don't do it. <laughs> don't do don't it. Don't do it. <laughs> I don't know. Um, this isn't even, this is just me. I, whatever. I, yeah, that's, I don't know, man. I'm. Uh, that's not even an old thing. This is just not looking at something correctly, but whatever. Uh, all right. But anyway, <laughs> outside of Simon's eyes, just giving up on him tonight. Yeah, my body's um, just shutting down. I don't know if I'll be here next week, guys. I don't know if I'm gonna make it. Ah oh, man, <laughs> yeah, that's to no go bueno. Coordinate. I'll put that in my will. You'll have to. Uh, you and Noah will have to do one every week for the, the rest show. Of your must lives. go on. Yeah, no. But it has been an interesting time to be a Famicom fan, specifically because now that we got these two games uh, fully translated. We also got Sukapon, I think, a few months ago. That wasn't translated, but it's a fighting game, so oh, it's cool. not hard to navigate the menus. And he's also an assist trophy in uh, Smash Ultimate. He's like that pink dude that will like, yeah, throw his body I, parts. I think I remember him. Or, yeah, it's like Rayman almost, like early Rayman, precursor to Rayman. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, it's that's really cool. And then obviously going back, we had Famicom Detective Club um remakes a few years ago yeah so it's just been a cool time to get into the japanese side of nintendo's games the exclusive stuff yeah so i'm I'm all for it yeah even outside of like the old nes stuff um you know in january we have the new uh another code or recode or whatever the wii game or the there was the ds game that had a wii sequel was it um the one with the girl on the front? Yeah. yeah so the yeah. Wii that collection has the DS game, I think, and the Wii one, and the Wii one never came out here either. So yeah, it's cool that we're kind of getting a lot of these games that just never released here. Um, just not Mother Three. No, not that one. Never. <laughs> like everything never you guys get. One. Never that one. <laughs> I I have a feeling that they are they're saving Mother Three. I, I really. Yeah. I'm gonna believe. I'm just gonna go out and say I believe it. My, I mean, yeah. Probably won't, but. No, I think I think full on remake. Yes, yeah, I think they're because gonna look, do full on remake. I don't think that, they're definitely not going to just toss it on NSO. No, it's been too long now, and they know they could uh, make some money off of it. Oh, they're going to make bank off. Yeah, Mother's so I think remake. I think remake. I think they do just like a, you know, maybe they get the guys who do like the like Octopath, the like HD two D. Maybe that's all you need to do. Sell it for fifty bucks or whatever. You know what? That's a good point because I was almost thinking like the Mario RPG route, like do three D models. They could but do that honestly, too. But I think that that's nah. Octopath would be cooler. That I think the HD two D would be cooler, and I think it might be cheaper. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't I mean know. it's gonna sell regardless because people we haven't played Mother Three unless you did the fan. Um, unofficial fans translations. Yeah, so I I think it. Either way, it would be fantastic. Yeah, I wish they would release um, which we call it that original demo or whatever they had for the N sixty four. Oh yeah, it's funny you brought that up. Um, the that video game history hour, they do an episode about the Nintendo sixty four version of Mother Three. Yeah, that was so cool. It's really man. interesting. I, I love. Seeing I didn't that even stuff. know about it until I listened to that, and I was like, oh. Sure. Yeah, I saw the screenshots and stuff, and there was a little bit of footage, I believe. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, Nintendo. Do it. HD 2D Mother 3. I'm here for it. Yeah, I'm sure be... everybody else is here oh, for yeah. it too. Oh, yeah. Um, Give yeah. us Mother 3. <laughs> well, and after, yeah, another game that, you know, uh, didn't never came out here was Live Alive. And they did that 
they did IHD2D for that, and it ended up selling pretty good, and I really liked that game. So Yeah, I saw my roommate play. It looked great. It's really cool. I, if you like kind of, it, it's it's a good kind of old uh, 32-bit um, JRPG. It's cool. Yeah, it looks fantastic, man. I'm waiting for my Chrono Trigger remake, oh, yeah. and that style would be fantastic. Yeah, uh, they'll get to it someday. Hopefully. Uh, uh, and then you and also put this. I'll let you talk about yep. this. There was uh, a few other Nintendo goodies uh, that came out this week. We had WarioWare Move It, which just came out on Friday. And it's been selling really well, and the reviews have been doing very well. And it looks like fun. Most WarioWare games I've played have always been fun. Yeah. So I have no doubt about this one. That's a nice little family game um, for the holiday season. Perfect time slot. They put it right in the beginning of November perfect yeah i um i always see WarioWare games and i'm like that looks great i'm gonna pick it up and then i never do the only one i've played is i think uh touched the ds one was that on ds yeah yeah and i liked Smooth it I played a lot moves of it. was my favorite which one was that was that Wii? that was the Wii one yeah yeah i've heard i i I, th- I thought this one looked really cool i thought the last switch one looked cool i just never get around i don't know i just never get around to it because uh, glorified party games also, I mean... It is, but it's, it's like a, a big ask. Yeah, big it is ask. like... It's like a party game by yourself. Yeah, it's just <laughs> like games... It's like, what if you played... Mar- like, what... Okay, what lunatic plays Mario Party by themselves? Uh, me in first grade. Oh, with my copy were... of Mario Party 4. <laughs> well, that's I different. No you were friends. a child and you were you, you had no other option. But as no, a, nowadays, yeah, yeah, that's psychotic. That would, if somebody was like, oh, like what games do you like? Oh, I like Mario Party. Oh, like you, you like you like playing with people? No, I'll just pick up the new Mario Party. I'll run through the campaign. I'll 100% it. I'd be like, oh. Yeah, that's. I don't know. Like, if I that's not somebody I want to fuck with. Yeah, I don't feel safe. Please, <laughs> please get out of my house. <laughs> And war that's um, what WarioWare is. WarioWare is just it's 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 single player Mario Party without the stigma of being a lunatic. And you could of course you could have fun with that. But yeah. like it is a big ask because I think it is a sixty dollar title. Yeah, uh, if, I think the last I'm one not, was forty, but this one I might be sixty. Yeah, I, I'm gonna go ahead and, and let me see actually real quick. WarioWare move it. Knowing Nintendo, I mean, it's a very Nintendo move to make that sixty dollars. Yeah, uh, it is. It's taking forever to load on Nintendo's website. Ah, forty nine ninety nine. That's not bad. I mean, okay, you know what? That's that's a very nice price point. Yeah. Good for them. If you want to get a little crazy with it, you know, you can bring it out at a party. You know, WarioWare Wear is always good fun. Yeah, I feel like that actually you probably Especially play in the company of, of others. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Um, so good on everybody who's good on all those Wario fans. I would like a new Wario world, but. Oh, don't. <laughs> that breaks my heart, man. Wario World is such a fantastic game, and it's just like it's jank as hell. Like I've gone back and played it every now and then. Like it's jank, it's, but it's great jank. It's so good, and it's not like oh, yeah, it's not like frustrating jank. It's just like that's good. That game's biggest yeah, problem is it's just so like much short. It's a have a rotten day. Like <laughs> he talks so much shit. <laughs> it's so good. I would love a new Wario World, but we'll see. Nintendo has other plans. All right, your last piece of news. Yeah, so. 
for all you Tears of the Kingdom nuts out there. Uh, we just got the last two Amiibos for Tears of the Kingdom. We got Ganondorf and Zelda. And I'm looking at them. They're right next to me. And they are fantastic. They're everything I wanted out of them when I saw how they looked initially. Ganondorf especially. Like, his design in Tears of the Kingdom is just oh, it's so good. on point. And yeah. having it as an Amiibo... Like, he doesn't have a circular pedestal like all other Amiibos do. He's like, his foot is like on a rock. Like, it's it's yeah, really grand that's looking. Badass. That's why I was, for, I think it was like $20 that one. Because Zelda was 15 and I believe Ganondorf was 20 I could be wrong. I had them pre-ordered, but I canceled it because I was like, well, I missed out on the Link one anyway. And that'd be weird to just have those two without Link and I don't want to spend... 35 bucks on them right now but i spent an obscene amount of money on tears of the kingdom across merch across the collector's edition the amiibos i I also i pre-ordered the collector's edition but then i canceled it but i did get the cool i did pre-order it from walmart so i got the cool flag that was like oh they still gave that to you uh well so i pre-ordered the collector's edition from like best buy and then i pre-ordered the cool flag from walmart and Ah, then i kept from in the standard edition and then i kept my cool flag Oh, I that's kept my cool. Walmart. I kept my Walmart version because I ended up returning the collector's edition, so I got my cool flag. Gotcha. So yeah, I did. Yeah, it was I a nice collector's edition. It was really nice. Yeah, I I went back and forth, and then I was just like, no, I'll I'll return it. There's somebody who wants it more, but I I did go back and forth. That's why it's I ex- and it. it's expensive. You it know was. what I mean? Like these days, like it's it's really hard. Like I used to love buying my collector's editions once upon a time, and I would yeah. try to get it from most of the big games I cared about. But now with time so hard, you got to really be sparing about that kind of stuff. Yeah. So I said, you know, Zelda, I'll go big. Yeah, because it used to be like collector's editions were like at like an expensive collector's edition was like $90. Yeah, I was going to say like a hundred bucks. I think God of War 2018 I paid maybe 120. Maybe. Yeah, I paid. That was a nice collector's edition. I remember like one of my favorite collector's editions was uh, Dead Space 2. Because it was seventy bucks and it came with a little plasma cutter and yeah, I think like I a CD and an art book, and I was like, "That's pretty good for like ten extra bucks." And there's been a couple like that. I got like the, I got like the. Um, that's a kick-ass game to get a collector's edition yeah, for. Yeah, I still have it. I still that's awesome. That. Um, and then I got like the Mega Ten, or not? Yeah, Shin Megami Tensei Five Collector's Edition because that was like I thought that was like pretty reasonably priced. That looked nice. Yeah, yeah my cool. roommate has it. Yeah, it's cool. Um, and that game is still factory sealed in my collection because adult life. Yeah, it's. So. Uh, I got I got lucky with that game because it came out and then I had to like house sit, so I just brought oh. my Switch and so I just tore through it like that. Weekend. Nice. Uh, yeah, it's a good game. Um, speaking of Atlas and Sega, Sega had their financial briefing. Um, they didn't. At least the article I read didn't have any solid numbers, but a couple of kind of key points. Um, Sonic has moved 1.6 billion copies total. So every, if you add up all the Sonic games, they've all sold one point total 1.6 billion. Um, mostly this is this kind of number is attributed to Sonic Frontiers, which I think has sold very well for Sega. Um, yeah, couple, Sonic's been killing it, man. Yeah. Um, I, I I really like Frontiers. I know it was still janky. It still had that Sonic jank. I, I haven't played Superstars yet. Um, but Loved I. It. Yeah, you famously loved it, um, but I I really liked Frontiers. I thought it was kind of I mean it's definitely the best 3D Sonic game. 
Hopefully I get to it before I retire. I've had it since <laughs> last Christmas. I have not found a good opportunity to sit down with it yet. So yeah, it's the updates look great. Knuckles, Tails. You got Amy, right? It's just the three of them. Yeah, yeah. You might also play as a new character, but I don't know. I heard the DLC is not great. No, you're right. Yeah, you do play as that character too. Okay, Sage, I think. I heard the DLC is not great. It's like overly difficult, like and balanced kind of poorly. In a bad way. Yeah. Like like it's just not balanced correctly. So um you can I haven't I haven't played the DLC, but I played the main game and I, I the main game's great. I really it was like fun it. from what I played. I had to touch it at least. Yeah. So I ran around for a little bit, just did loops and whatever. It they gets, had like that Pokemon Ranger yeah. type thing where you would like draw a circle around them or whatever that was cool <laughs> it gets better as you play too the biggest complaint i have is that sonic moves so slow in that game at the very beginning because speed is an upgrade so if you enjoyed I thought that it was a slider it's both oh okay so you can I put the slider yeah. you can put the slider there is a slider to like help if you're like struggling with things and he's moving too fast but there's also every time you get like 100 rings or something you can buy um a speed boost which then sonic runs a little bit faster oh that's cool yeah so by the end like you're you're booking it and which is why he goes slow at the beginning but it does make the beginning a little slow um i'm looking forward to it yeah whenever i get to it i yeah i really like it like i said i think it's one of the better sonic games um one last thing about sonic before we head into the rest of sega's um yep go ahead financial briefings um we also did get news this week that they said they want to outpace uh mario and to that, I say good luck. Yeah, what do you mean by outpace? Do you mean sell more copies? Because uh... Be the bigger brand. They're, they're trying to sell more games, uh, be bigger in the movie space, Yeah, all okay. that stuff. And to that, I say good luck. I mean, I love both of those properties, There's but I, no... don't, I don't see a universe where Sonic... I don't even... Doctor Strange doesn't even see an outcome yeah. where sonic outpaces mario in that regard so no, like mario mario will sell no matter what because even a bad mario game is pretty good mario's the whole planet man you remember yeah. that commercial <laughs> mario exactly mario. yeah like, you don't like i can buy a mario game blind and know i'm gonna have a good time with <laughs> with sonic you're playing russian roulette but there's five bullets in the chamber like maybe you'll get lucky maybe like that's like that is a really good analogy because that's that's what it feels like (laughs) to be a sonic fan like you you know you get your manias your superstars your frontiers your generations but then you also get like your unleashed and your forces and your whatever's like unleashed ah man i don't know unleashed is okay i don't even i mean it could have been worse i'm i'm harsh i don't think i don't even think generations is that good whoa I, I played it for the first time a couple of months ago and i was like this game is not very good I, i'm gonna have to debate you on that sometime okay i'm down i just don't think yeah i i hard disagree i i get it uh yeah i don't know i just don't i maybe it's because i played it after frontiers but sonic moves that could be because i played it when it came out in 2011 i yeah, mean we, I, we've had 12 years of you know highs and lows for sonic you know what i mean and frontiers changed the formula again which is yeah, great it, he just feels too clunky but what ah, whatever i know people like it i'm glad people like it not for me um another franchise that isn't for me is total war i've never played any of these but people apparently buy a lot of them because they sold 43.4 million 
Um, and then we've got Like a Dragon, which has moved to uh, 21.3 million. And finally, Persona, which has moved 17.7 million. I'm kind of surprised insane, by Well, man. actually, no. I guess For I'm not JRPG. surprised by that. Um, I was going to say, I'm surprised uh, Like a Dragon has sold more than Persona, but I guess that actually makes sense because there's like 10 <laughs> like a dragon games or you dude games. i feel like every second that passes a yakuza <laughs> game comes out and i feel like <laughs> i think a part of that is because i haven't like ever no i've never beaten one i played like a dragon for like half an hour on xbox game pass uh-huh. and it was cool it's just i was like oh, I, I don't have time yeah that is a, <laughs> that's I, all it is i've played i played zero um and i i really liked it it my, looks up my alley i played shenmue so it, i mean it's better than yeah shenmue. the my issue with yakuza and i'm i know that this is like a terribly unpopular opinion i like i don't necessarily a lot of people like it because of the goofy side quests and like mini games and stuff i don't like that part about it i like playing it as just a straight crime drama mm-hmm. um i think that it, it's got such a cool story um but I, I know that I'm in like the minority. I know people love that you can yeah be in like the middle of like this like Scorsese esque film and then all of a sudden dress like a chicken for a commercial or something wild. Like I know people like that about they it. They look just, absolutely insane. I know the commercial was it like I think it was Summer Game Fest. It was either that or Microsoft. I think it was Microsoft's conference this past summer where he was like naked on a beach. Oh yeah, that's yeah, that's for the new one, uh, Infinite yeah. Wealth or something. Yeah, I can't um, even keep count. Like I said, every second that passes, a new Yakuza game comes no, out. So there's, yeah, because there was, there's been like three or four within the past couple of years. There's been like Like a Dragon, and then there was Ishin, which was like a spinoff that took place in like uh, samurai times, and then there was um, the Man with No Name, which is like a precursor to Infinite Wealth, which is the next mainline. But hey, man, I mean. That's that's awesome. The team is you know doing good yeah, work. I know people really enjoy these games. Um, hopefully, yeah. You know, that's my famous catchphrase now. Yeah, is hopefully one day. <laughs> yeah, hopefully I, one. I feel the same way. Like I said, I played <laughs> I played zero. I really liked it. I'd love to play one through thirty, but uh, we'll just see if I get to it. Um, and then for our feel good story of the week, um. More than two dozen games have scored higher than a 90 on Metacritic in 2023. That is absolutely insane. It has been a really good year for gaming. I know that's not the best feel-good story, but just know that we're all playing some really good that games this year. That is a damn good feel-good story. Everybody, you know, no matter what kind of game you like, I'm sure that some game came out that is tickling your fancy and incredibly good. This year has been absolutely insane. I'm going to go on record during this podcast at this very moment. And I'm going to say that 2023 has been the best year in gaming history. That's a crazy claim. Um, uh, I've I've I done the numbers. Don't. I've thought of I've thought of 2001. <laughs> I've gone to 2007, uh, 2017, 97, all that stuff, man. Um, me personally, 2023 has just been it's been too much. Uh, I'm personally no. I and I and if somebody said that, I wouldn't. I. I'm not surprised. I I could totally see by that. I'm still. I said this kind of last week about Mario Wonder. I'm still too close to the picture. I got to step back and see. I'll revisit it next year, and I'll be like, yeah, I I could see myself. I could see myself agreeing with that. Um. So that's all of our news for the week. Oh, we're doing pretty good on time too. 
Um, so now we're going to get right into our game of the week. Unless, Mike, you wanted to take a break. Are you good? No, let's, uh, let's just let's get hop. into it. Cool. Yeah. So uh, what, what are we hopping into? We're topping in. Hopping, we're, we're flying into our weekly game discussion about Star Fox 64 for the Nintendo 64. Uh, Who would have thought? Yeah. <laughs> we're going to talk <laughs> about it, figure out if it's going on our list. So as per usual, Mike, what do you like? What do you dislike? Uh, and kind of spoiler free. And who would you recommend it to go? Okay. So what I was talking, I was talking to Simon earlier about this. The thing with Nintendo is their main draws a lot of their characters too, right? Like their character designs are so iconic, so legendary. That was the big pull for me with Star Fox 64 initially, because I don't typically play games like that where you're doing dog fighting, stuff like that. Like, I've played 2D shmups and stuff like that. If you want to call Star Fox a 3D shmup, I guess, like, Space Harrier or whatever. But um, Star Fox 64, just... night. It's it's very short. That's what I don't like about it. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll say that first before I really dig into what I do like about it. Um, that's really my only gripe. I'll get that out of the way now. It's just too short. Um, outside of that... I think uh, it made people believers. It made me a believer of 3D shoot 'em ups. I'm going to call it action, whatever. Um, the characters, uh, the music, just everything about it. Like it, it was just fun to play. Yeah. Nope. I mean, I don't necessarily disagree. Um, yeah. Something I like is I think you kind of nailed it. It did. Uh, it's a very approachable game. Um, never really played it dogfighting game but it it makes it make sense um and then something i didn't like um there's not really i'm trying to think of any big thing i mean sometimes some of the voice lines slippy could be annoying falco's a dick um see i think that adds to the charm it does i i look back and it's like Slippy's a piece of shit, but he's my piece of shit. Yeah, you know he, what like, I mean? He's, like, oh, <laughs> like I, I could, I could fuck him up, but you can't. Like, that's my boy. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Falco, uh, and Falco is like a, just a dick, but it's like in the same way, like Cartman from South Park is like, yeah, he's 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 an asshole, but like, he's kind of you love him. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it can be a little annoying when they're just like, get this guy off me, get this guy off me. It's yeah, like, like every five I've seconds, I've got other stuff to do. I know, like, I'm a little busy here. <laughs> Um, and as for who I'd recommend this to anybody, I, I think this, this is such an easy game to pick and play. So, um, I guess now we'll go into full spoilers, not really a whole lot of spoilers you can do with this game, but if for some no. reason you care about spoilers for star Fox 64, I guess we'll see you next time. Um, spoilers. Well, what is now. it? 20, 25 <laughs> years. Yeah. Well, and even then it's like, what are we going to spoil? Uh, spoiler alert. Fox. He fights Andros and he fights Andros and, uh, yeah. <laughs> Um, and I think his dad was already dead. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, actually, I, I did think of one other thing that I don't like about this game. Um, and this might be unpopular. I think that this game, as good as it is, ruined like the Star Fox franchise. I think because I feel like I know why you're gonna say that. Yeah, they they haven't really figured out how to move on. Like they've <laughs> yeah. done they've done things like command and assault and adventure, and all of those are good in their own way, but they're not sixty four. Like, assault was so close. Yeah, the there's only a lot problem of is I like about assault. 
Yeah, and it's just like the on foot section. I was like, I remember playing it at a demo at Target. It blew my mind seeing Fox oh, yeah. like finally with the blaster because I had played Adventures already. Yeah, because the whole time when you're playing Adventure, you're like, but what if I had a gun? And it's like, well, yeah, that's, well, that's not this game. They tease it because Fox is like, well, what about my blaster? You know what I mean? <laughs> Great Fox impression. Oh, thank you. Did you voice him in Adventure? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> was it, that game came out in what, 02? I played it in 03. Yeah, I was in first grade. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was me, man. Yeah. Nice. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, was it gonna, um, what were we just talking about? I lost my train of thought of all uh, that fox impersonating. You were talking about assault and guns. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I feel like with a little bit more refinement, assault could have been the best. It could have. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Um, just not sixty four. Yeah, it's. But I mean, when you look at it, I think that that's part of the reason why Nintendo's go to is always to just go remake sixty four. Like, I mean, sixty four is in a way kind of a remake of the first one, and then mm. you've got the the DS one, Star Fox sixty four three D, and then even Star- where I first beat it. Oh really? That was your that was yeah. the first time you played Star Fox 64? No, it wasn't the first time I played 64, but it's where I beat it. Oh, okay, that makes so sense. So, I was actually a late bloomer as much as I love Nintendo and they're my number one. Um, I didn't get an N64 until I was like 12. Okay. So, I grew up with Super Nintendo and PS1, but yeah, I'd played Star Fox 64 at a friend's house and I always thought it was great. And it's crazy. If I sat down and played it, I probably could have beat it that night. It's oh, yeah, only it's, like it's, a four to six yeah, hour it's, game. It's real short. I remember I never I didn't have it, but my buddy did. And so like in like first, second grade, I'd always go over there and I, I sucked at it because I didn't have the game. But um, I, he would just tear through it in a couple of hours. And, and he knew all of like the routes to be like, I want to do the submarine yeah, like level the this time. Routes and stuff. Yeah, he'd be like, I want to do the submarine level this time. I'd be like, what? there's a submarine level. Um, yeah. But yeah, like I, I think that Nintendo just hasn't really, they don't know what to do with this franchise just because 64 was so good. It's like, you, but you can't really like build on it. Like Ocarina of Time, Mario 64, those games like revolutionized those franchises, but then they've been easier to kind of like build on. Like obviously, yeah, with Wind, time. Yeah, Wind Waker, uh, Galaxy, like you can do other things with those at the end of the day, like Star Fox just feels so much more limited and assault, I think was a good step in the right direction. But like you said, I think they just weren't quite there, uh, which is a shame, but um, I think that's what you build upon. Honestly, where, you know, now we're going to go, go back to assault real quick. I think that's where you go. Naturally, if you can get the mechanics to a point where you really refine it, like where it's not like that, what was that? Sixth generation GameCube and all that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, like, of course, some of the games have aged well, but Assault definitely feels weird when you're coming out of the tank on foot. If you can do that well, where you're behind cover, maybe, like, I don't know, I'm, like, thinking Gears of War in my head, but, like, I don't know. <laughs> no, but I, I, just... I don't think that that's wrong. Though, actually, we should probably go back to 64, because, uh, yeah, we're not. We're talking about 64, not Assault. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, so kind of going back to 64, I think that that is just, like, such a... Yeah, they they really just nailed it. Like everything in that game feels good. Barrel rolls, somersaults, uh, you know, just like the aiming. It's all just so intuitive. You feel like an ace pilot. Uh, yeah, and they do a good job of mixing everything up. You know, it made me care about that genre. 
Yeah. I'll tell you that. No, 100%. And even outside of like that, like um, they they did do such a good job of mixing things up. Like you've got your normal just like on rails shooting. And then you then would get into a level where you have like 360 degrees and you can fly around and you're in like these awesome dog fights. And then you do have a submarine level and then like a landmaster tank level. And so and all of these kind of use the same base mechanics, but they're all just done in different ways, which is what Nintendo has always done so well. Yeah. And Star Fox really just kind of exemplified that. Mm hmm. Uh. Yeah, I, I mean, if I had to kind of kind of going back to complaints, um, I mean, the characters are fine or not the characters, the story is like. Whatever. It's better. It's, yeah, it's a Nintendo you, game like it's not. It's not going to really. Yeah, it's a Nintendo game. And it's, yeah, that's literally it. There's uh, no and yeah, you don't play a game like Star Fox for a story. It's an arcadey game. It, That's the best it, way to describe it. it. It's I, yeah, it's not even an arcadey. It is straight up just an arcade game. It's got different yeah, routes. You can play it in one sitting if you want to. Um, I think your six hour is like kind of generous. I think it's closer to like yeah, like you said four to six. I think it's like yeah. three to four. Yeah. I mean, obviously, it depends on kind of how long you how right. Many times if you, you suck die. ass. Yeah, like me. Um, Oh yeah, I died a whole bunch. Yeah, <laughs> first no. time around, and then you know you just keep playing it. Obviously, that that applies to any game, but um, but this yeah. So specifically, I did play mostly on the 3DS version and beat it on the 3DS version. But there's no major difference outside of gyroscope and better graphics, of course. Yeah, it's pretty much the same game. But I think that yeah even though it is like because it's a little bit of a tougher game but i think like you said it is an arcade game that's by design it's supposed to you're supposed to play through this game multiple times you're supposed to find new routes and kind of explore and that makes it just really cool it is a game that is um it it's like begging you to master it and you want to do that because you're like oh well what if i do this instead oh that opened up a new route that's so cool it's even though it can be beaten so quickly, your playthrough can always differ a little bit. Yeah, and it adds replayability to such a short game. Yeah, 100%. Because, um, I mean, those things were expensive. I think, what, Star Fox 64 cost the same as Ocarina of Time. Yeah, yeah, mean, prob- have yeah some- probably. And yeah, that's a good comparison to make. Um, oh, and then, wasn't that the first game to also come with the Rumble Pack? You might be right. I, I think it was the first know. N64 game that either made you... I think it was definitely packaged with it. You might be right. I I never bought it until, like, the GameCube era. Like, I didn't own 64 when it when the Nintendo 64 was, like, the new console. Like I said, I just played it at my friend's house. Um, so I never... I just bought it, like, secondhand copies. But you might be right. It, I think oh, it, I was. Yep. It's the first game with a Rumble Pack. Yeah, I mean, and yep. look, look at it now. That is, yeah, I mean, and now that's everywhere. That's, that's just a standard. standard feature. That's yeah. cool. I and that felt so good. Yeah. I did get to play it with the Rumble Pack. Um, obviously, not as much as I played the 3DS version, but it did feel good. I oh, mean, yeah. Like you said, it's a standard feature now in almost every game you play nowadays. Yeah. And I remember, uh, yeah, I, I do remember it going over to my to friends. level of immersion. No, it 100% did. I remember when I went over to my friends, he was like, hold on a sec, I can't play this yet. I was like, why? And he stuck this 
thing in the back of the controller. I was like, what is that? He's like, oh, it's the rumble pack. And I was just like eight years old and my mind was blown. Yeah, man. No, it's uh, that, especially back then, you know, when graphics obviously, well, actually, then again, people didn't realize that back then that was the hottest thing. Oh, yeah, those the game looked incredible at the time. Yeah, now, personally, I think that generation graphics don't, I mean, obviously, it they were so they don't have like very interesting art styles. Like, you know, you can go back to SNES games. I think that I guess what I'm trying to say is that generation, I think, has aged the worst. GameCube yeah. games can hold up pretty well because they always have like a pretty interesting art style. Generally, um, SNES games yeah, obviously. Yeah, GameCube's been really weird on that end. Yeah, for sure. Uh, SNES games still look, you know, great. Oh my god, um, Super Metroid. But, Oof. But 64 games don't look bad. But at the time, I mean, Star Fox 64. You know, comparing it to the others, it it is a good looking game. I mean, it was doing things no other game had done before. And I mean. As a kid, my mind was blown. Even if it's also pretty creepy, man. That um, oh yeah, heavy spoiler territory. Oops, but uh, <laughs> what was it? The brain, Andros. When you fought Andros, oh, yeah, I think it was after yeah. the monkey head, right? Was the brain? Yeah, because that was the final, final. Well, yeah. yeah now that-, that game is dark. You bring up a good point. This game is kind of dark for a Nintendo game. Now that I'm like kind of thinking about it, this, I, the Nintendo 64 was kind of dark. Same with Ocarina yeah. of Time. Um, and then Majora's Mask takes yeah. that a step further. Jeez, what? Somebody, somebody hurt, got hurt at Nintendo, and they took it out on all of us. Yeah, man, dude. Uh, Fox was on a quest. Yeah, well, because didn't Death, like his Avengers dead. Yeah, like I just remember fighting like, um, yeah, Wolf and like Pigma and stuff, and I was like, oh, this is like, yeah, because James McCloud was murdered by Andros. Yeah, and I just remember like, I, I probably wasn't even playing it. My friend was, but I was just like, this this is insane like we have to stop him yeah that that all those were fantastic man going back to before when you mentioned the 360 fights yeah those were i think that those are pretty cool all the shit talking between like wolf and fox and all that like it was just so good yeah i'm about to look up because i think there was an issue of nintendo power back in the day where there was actually lore for star fox 64 like what do you mean like backstory or like i think yeah i think there was actually some sort of backstory for star fox it might have been the original actually well i think 64 is like a retelling of the original i could be wrong though yeah you might be right and that's kind of what i was saying like there was one star fox game and then they remade it and then it was like perfect. And then, which was the best move they could they, have done. And now they don't know what to do with Star Fox. <laughs> and so, whenever they get stuck, they just kind of go back to the remaking well. And most of the time, it works out fine, like the 3D, uh, 3DS version. But then sometimes you get like Star Fox Zero, which doesn't work oh, yeah. as well. <laughs> That's yeah. You mentioned the 3D version again. Uh, and Zero, we'll get back to that for sure. But it's like, yeah, they had to re release that again. And it sold really well, but it's like, yeah, where do we go from this title? Because Star Fox 64 was such a groundbreaking title uh, for the N64. Yeah. That it's like, yeah, they're really, I don't know. I I actually have no answer. Because Star Fox Zero, again, like you said, kind of went back to that. It's just the controls were god awful. Yeah. I was so excited for that game, too. And it was just... It was more of the same with worse controls. That's all it was. Zero? Yeah. Yeah. 
I, I, they tried to put new stuff in there, and then it just it didn't pan out. Clearly, yeah. I, I was like, I was interested in it, and then I was like, oh wait, it's a remake of '64. I'll just play '64. <laughs> like, and that's and that, the better option. Like, I was, I was kind of interested in uh, Star Fox '64 3D. Um, just because I liked 64 so much, but I just never got around to picking it up because the 3DS had such a strong library. Um, but yeah, I, Zero, just the puppets were kind of, I don't know. It was just. It was a nice game. Uh, I think it was close to, uh, it was a launch window. It Star was, Foxes. yeah, the Wii yeah. U. I also just never played the Wii U because I was. Uh, I, oh no, uh, sorry, 64 3D. Oh, you're right. It was, was a launch window. I, yeah, I didn't, yeah, I didn't get the 3DS on launch. There was already a healthy library, so like on launch, I picked up like Ocarina of Time and Animal Crossing oh, and um, yep, Mega Ten, I think. Was it four? Four. Probably yeah, four, it was yeah. four. So those were kind of the big games I picked up. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, Oh, and Mario 64, or not 64, Mario 3D World, or Land, 3D Land, World's the Wii one. 3D yeah. Lands was 3DS, yeah. Yeah, good game. So I do, I do hope that Nintendo can take the franchise in a different direction uh, and build upon what Star Fox 64 laid out. Yeah. Because it is such a fantastic game. Um. Yeah, I just I don't know where Nintendo goes from here. Clearly, we haven't seen a new one since 2016. So, yeah, I, and I hope we do too. I, I mean, they're kind of in this like phase of remaking all these GameCube games. So hopefully, they get around to remaking Adventure Assault, and we can kind of show Nintendo that we want. We oh, people I'm, still I've been want, dying. People still want Star Fox. So hopefully, they uh, listen. Um, I'm dying, dying inside for Adventure, man. I'm probably like the only person clamoring for adventure to come back outside you too i'm I'm actually not because um i bought a gamecube i rebought a gamecube a couple of years ago like two or three years ago and then they opened up a retro game store pretty close around that time so my brother actually picked me up a copy for christmas that year he he gave me a copy of adventure so i've got i've got a copy of adventure so i'm good i mean i i I would probably play it again if it came out on the switch just because it's easier to play stuff handheld but i i've got my old cube cop if i really need to go back to it um but i do have it on game i don't have a salt i need a salt yeah um, i still got my copy thankfully uh in my i don't even know what you want to call it just my armageddon or whatever of selling my gamecube collection the purge. I, thankfully yeah yeah purge there we go my armageddon <laughs> now in my great gamecube purge of 2020 when i moved into my own apartment we talked about it last time having to sell Luigi's Mansion, this, this, that, and the third was just killer. But I still have my copy of Star Fox Adventure and Assault, thankfully oh, intact. I, I'm glad you brought that up because I wanted to mention this. Uh, I know I made you feel a little bit better by telling you Noah had to Noah sold his uh, copy of Path of Radiance to make you oh, feel it's hard. I feel to make metal. you feel I'm... even better. Not no. only did Noah sell Path of Radiance, he also sold Chibi Robo. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh. I grabbed my chest for that one, dude. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's nice. So we still got our Gotcha Force, and that's the most expensive one. Oh, there you go. So I'm I'm happy we both, we kept that. Um, All right. Well, I'm ready to give a verdict. I feel like there's not a whole lot to talk about this game because uh, it is just like an arcadey game. There's no real plot. It is just, but and everything, like, everything's good. The characters are good. Controls are good uh the replayability is great um 
I mean, do you have, is there anything else you kind of want to talk about for 64? No, but you know what? What? Initially, I was going to put it in my top 100. But I think in this case, like after having this long discussion, because I haven't thought about it in a while. Um, yeah, I don't think it's going to be in my top 100. I don't know if it's going to be. It's, it's not in the top 100. Oh, man. It's a fantastic game. But there's a lot of not like 10 out of 10 video games out in the world that I can think of. And Star Fox 64 does not make my cut. Okay. We've got a problem then because I want it on the list. <laughs> do you want it on the list? I do. We Noah and I have never not agreed. So I'm not sure what to do here. And it's crazy <laughs> because I was. It's such an influential title. It's so fun. But I'm also thinking, like, there's been other games that, like, uh, I don't know. Yeah. I, well, if we're talking Star Fox, the franchise, it's number one. That's, that's uh, like, I don't think there's no. contesting that unless you just have your, no, yeah, yeah. And, your adventure for, you know, and I love adventure unless you to hate death. hate Star but, Fox and love Zelda. And yeah, yeah, then you'll think adventure is better. No, Star, Star Fox 64 is the best Star Fox game. Yeah, I don't know. After we talked about it on this episode, I'm just like, I don't, I don't know. I don't oh, think man. so. Okay, well, here's what. Mm, let's do this. I might have to give the tiebreaker to Noah. Is he awake? I wonder if I can text him right now. He might be teaching children. I'm gonna text him. Hmm. Yeah. That's interesting. The plot thickens. Yeah. All right. I just texted him. We'll see. Uh... I'm glad we had this <laughs> discussion just, because just... it really went from it went from yes to our so initial I, phone call. I sent him a text. Should Star Fox 64 be on the list? Is our sister's birthday today or the eighth? Also, which version? <laughs> <laughs> All right. In uh, general. Yeah. I guess you'd I, I said Yeah, because we're but... going to lump. When we say Star Fox 64, we mean the whole package. Yeah, I said the OG or in general. Um... Uh, I know that me texting is so much fun to listen to. Hmm. But, um, Will Noah put it on the list? I don't know. He he was responding super fast, and now that he knows the question, now he's not. So maybe he's formulating a well thought response. Uh, maybe he, you know, he might be, but I, he's on iPhone, and I don't see the little button, um, the little dots. So I don't know. Um, well, here's what we'll do. Uh. So we'll we'll hold off. Let's do what we've been playing, and then if we get um, like, I'll I'll interrupt with a special news bulletin if Noah gets back to me, and if he doesn't get back to me, then maybe we'll put Star Fox sixty four on like the wait list to see if it can get on the list. And as we start, because <laughs> kind of I've got a long term plan where once I once I get to like fifty or so on this list, I'll probably will do like a culling. Where I'll get rid of some stuff. Uh, you are the weakest link. Yeah, so maybe at some point I'll I'll view it 
um, and see what we should do. Will Star Fox get the marshmallow? Yeah. <laughs> Will it get booted off the island? Um, okay. So let's just wait to see what Noah says. Oh, God, Noah, that's not helpful at all. <laughs> what happened? I'm not sure. It's a good game, but maybe not top 100. But then again, it still holds up very well. <laughs> God, no. I, I don't know. <laughs> See, I have to hear that's, arguments before deciding. That is exactly uh, the boat I'm in right now. I'm in the exact same boat because it is a fantastic game. But then I can think of other better games. That's, yeah. I, but it's also like... It's in a league of its own with its gameplay. Because uh, yeah. what else do you compare it to? Space Harrier? That's yeah, the exactly. only thing I think of on top of my head. Um, On top of my head. At the top of my head. Um, There was another game. I think it was on NES that was like that. But, yeah, I can't think of too many. Would you, would you be safe calling a 3D shmup? That's what I would call it. Yeah, I, like an, or like an on-rail shooter. On, yeah, I've totally forgot about that term. Like, and there's like uh, sin and punishment. Yeah, yeah like Leg- just... Legend of Dragoon. I think that's another one. Yeah, yeah. But Star Fox is so much better than both of those. Not that those are oh, necessarily yeah. bad, but like they're not Star Fox. Oh man, Noah, I don't know why I thought you'd come and clutch this time. That was perfect. That's honestly, so funny. it like, gives so know. much suspense. Right, it's so He's suspenseful. Like, well, I'm not sure. God, Noah. Uh, See. I knew I wasn't crazy. I almost thought I was crazy. I was like, no, I I see where you're coming from. To be clear, I'm not like, I'm not asking to put it at like 50 or even like 60. I would probably put it. It's at the gate. Yeah. Like we've got Luigi's Mansion at at 95. And I don't think Star Fox 64 is really worse than Luigi's Mansion. Wait, where'd you put? You put Luigi's Mansion in the 90s? 95. Hmm. I guess who... it's it's really subjective. It is. It that's the thing about this because like some people will like something that's god awful and that will mean the world to them just because of what they got out of it. Everybody who had a GameCube growing up probably has their own story with we uh with Luigi's Mansion. Yeah. And it could be a top 10 of all time for somebody. Luigi's Mansion lives in my head rent free though to this day. Like it's crazy yeah. how these games we played as children really just you you, like there's not a day that goes by where i don't think about ocarina of time like even for a few seconds if it's a song or or just anything you know what i mean yeah i'll think about donkey kong country at some point during the day luigi's mansion comes up see i'm Um, now that i'm like looking at luigi's mansion i think star fox in my opinion i think star fox 64 is the better game than Luigi's Mansion? Yeah. Not by a lot. Uh, not by a lot. But mm. it's at least close. I, You know what? I was going to say, I, yes, I like Luigi's Mansion more. But I don't want to compare those two. They are very different. Are you, are you just saying what's a better crafted video game? Or are you just saying what you think is better? What you think is more fun? I think Star Fox 64... I don't know if it's a better crafted video game, but it's just, I think it's more fun to play. 
So it kind of uh, strikes your fancy a little bit, a little well, bit more. Well, just like if I'm thinking about like if I had to play, if I had 30 minutes and somebody gave me Luigi's Mansion or and Star Fox 64. Oh, yeah. I would play Star Fox 64. Like you immediately get into the action and you're just playing it and you're having fun. Whereas Luigi's Mansion is a little slow to start. It's a really good game. It's on our yeah, top 100. You know. mm-hmm. But like thinking about it, I think it's I think it is more fun to play. Maybe not an overall com- better package, but it's a more fun game to play. Luigi's Mansion tickles my fancy a little bit more because you play it I'm as a, a horror kid. nut too. I love oh, Nintendo okay. and I love horror, so it's like it is a perfect video game for me. Yeah, I would actually I would put Luigi's Mansion in my top fifty. Oh, I'll give really? it top fifty, not top twenty five. I'll give it top fifty. Yeah, I would. Oh. I've replayed it a bunch of times. I used to do it traditionally. It's just uh, I don't have a modded GameCube and I don't have a good CRT TV. Fair. So I need to pick up that. I I've been meaning to. I could my play store. it on my computer. That's that's a that's illegal. That that ah. puts you in that uh Nintendo won't be happy with that. Yeah, yeah, Nintendo, um, please. Oh man, I, I might want to work for you one day. Yeah, please. yeah, don't, don't do that. <laughs> don't worry. You've never done that. You've never played anything right outside of. It's a like Nintendo one of those console. allegedly kind yeah, of things. Yeah. Like, oh, prove it. <laughs> <laughs> um. So we have no answer. Uh, we from have Noah. no answer, and the whole point of I this podcast s- is to, you know what. Star Fox might be on the the list, man. I'm putting it. Tell you what, I'm putting it at 100. Okay, so it's the gatekeeper. It is. It, it'll be. It'll be the. It'll be what everything. Uh, what everything is judged against. Uh, I think that's a good spot for it. I think the fact that all three of us are because some game has you know to be we're 100. almost in the same boat because it's like, all right. So if it's outside the top 100 for me, it would probably be in the 110s. Yeah. You know what I mean? So so if I'm like, oh, it's got to be in the 90s, and we split that difference, which I talked to We're Noah about. We're all close here. Yeah, yeah. I think that that's... And I think that that's a good game. Like, I think that's a good, like... Because some game has to be 100. I think that's a good game. Like, well, is that's it better than one. Star Fox 64? Yes? Okay, then it's probably going to make it on the list. No? Mm, it's probably not going to make it on the list. Oh, that's how we judge it. <laughs> If it, it gives is us, it better than Star Fox 64 or is us, it not? Yeah, it gives us a nice reference. I think that's a good reference point for it's now. It's a good gatekeeper, And then man. if we find another game that we feel like is a better gatekeeper, then maybe we kick that to 100 and then Star Fox 64 gets booted off the list. Mm. But I think that this is... I'm happy with this at 100, actually. I think this is where it belongs. Yeah, so it, it's crazy. We're all kind of in the same ballpark. The fact that we're all so wishy-washy but, means I think that it should be on the list for now. Again, when the list is all said and yeah, done, it, maybe it won't stay there. Because I said yes. Our initial phone call to each other was, yeah, it's in my top 100. I was unsure until I started talking about it. And see, it's the opposite I for know, me. We I, started talking about it, and like, I'm like... Well, actually, yeah. Yeah, I, actually, <laughs> I don't think it's good anymore. Like I'm hopping Mike in the R wing, Star Fox sixty four. <laughs> Look, man, all I'm trying to say is hopping in the R wing sometimes is dope, but like, I don't know. So it's sucking pretty... up ghosts with a vacuum. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of where I'm at. That's my mental right now. Like, no, I I get it. I, if somebody said it when, I, like I said, I wasn't surprised. I was more just like, oh shit, now what do we do? Um, 
But no, good. I think, I'm glad that kind of ruffled the feathers. Yeah, because I was like, this is kind of boring because we're just like, oh, the game's good, and then we got to this and we're like, oh no. Um, and it was bound to happen at some point where there was a disagreement. Yeah, there wasn't much for us to say yeah. at times because it's like arcadey shooter, but it's fantastic. I swear. Yeah. But there's no story. Yeah. <laughs> but but then again, I mean, that's not an argument for Nintendo games, anyways. No, so. no. Okay, cool. Well, Star Fox is on the list at sixty-four. We'll or at sixty-four. At, at sixty-four. Yeah. At a hundred. <laughs> it's it's the hundredth game on the top one hundred games of all time. Barely made the cut. Might not make the cut, but it's it's there for now. So now we can go to our final section of the show. Mike, what have you been playing? You talked a little bit about DreamWorks Kart Racer. Yeah. So in the past week, um, I still haven't cleaned up Spidey 2 yet, as in getting the Platinum. Um, I'm going to come back to that at some point, because I'm about to be playing Nick All-Star Brawl soon. Oh, nice. So, yeah, but uh, DreamWorks, Kart Racer, um, me and my roommate had a blast. You know, like, sure, it wasn't like something I would have went out of my way to buy. I think DreamWorks uh, Kart Racer is a good stocking stuffer for family. Cool. Definitely. Like it's worth it's worth it at that level for 40 bucks. Yeah. So yeah, I've been playing that. Um I haven't been able to do much of gaming this week outside of that though. Yeah. Yeah, it's been it's been a busy week. There's been other stuff grabbing my attention in the music world. Oh cool. So gaming has been um a little bit of a backseat this week. Yeah, that happens. Yeah. Cool. Um I've been playing. So what have you been playing? So I did my review for a game called Quantum Error. That was the game Ooh. I talked about last week uh, that I couldn't talk about. That game sucks. <laughs> that game is so bad. And it is $60. Thanks for taking one for the team because I was supposed to review that. Uh, yeah, you so. told me that. <laughs> I was so mad. I was like, are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> that game. Yeah, that's your hazing. That You're that's right. The- you're right. This was my first review. And, it was uh, hazing season. Yeah, man. it was like that game it had so much promise it, it looked did so, and even it, like and like so the game starts and it, the cutscene's weird and it's kind of creepy and i'm like okay this is creepy but like i can get on board and then as soon as i started playing it i was like oh it doesn't feel great but it might just you know it, it's okay uh i i, I can do this i i, I kind of there's enough here to maybe keep me going and then you kind of get through like the tutorial sections and you get into like the actual game and it just absolutely falls apart. The plot makes no sense. The game is so buggy, like, and it's clunky. Every time you, it's a survival horror game. You're opening up a lot of boxes for supplies. Every time you want to, you have to open a box, you have to switch to your crowbar. But sometimes the weapon wheel just won't pop up. Like, oh, that's gross. You can't just smash the box. No, there's no just melee button unless you have a oh, melee that's weapon gross. equipped. And it's 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 bad enough, but it takes like three seconds just to switch weapons. And that's assuming the weapon wheel comes up when it's supposed to. And sometimes like you'll hold down the D-pad to bring it up and the screen will like slow down like it wants to bring up the wheel and it just doesn't. And then sometimes even when you pick the weapon, it'll do the weapon next to the one you want to pick. So then you have to switch to the crowbar again and hope that the wheel brings up this time. It is. And then checkpoints are bad. Um it's a survival horror game and there are some enemies that are just invisible and the checkpoints are bad. The checkpoints, the checkpoints are bad. And like, they're they're just like, (laughs) cause you can only, so first of all, this game only has one save file. 
So if you do something bad, what the fuck? Yeah, it, there's only <laughs> one. And I actually, there was a Who? bug where I just skipped an entire section of the game. Oh, dude. Like it is, and it's like the game is made by four people. And I'm like, that is admirable right. that four people were able to put this thing out. But, but they're then charging it, yeah. $60 for it. You get Tunic, which I think was one guy. You can get Alan Wake 2 for the same price. Like at that point, you're not competing on. Well, yeah, but our four people made this, and Alan would make was made by a bunch of people. Then why is it the same price? Yeah, no, that's not cool. Dude. No, like there's some good ideas. I like the firefighting puzzle solving aspect stuff. Um, but yeah, this stay away from this game. It's not good. Um, <laughs> that was actually really good. That's really good. <laughs> that was not a sound clip. That was just you. That's awesome. That was a stinker. <laughs> Um, but I've been playing good stuff still. Um, I hundred percent yeah, like mouthwash. Yeah. You need yeah. some mouthwash, man. Uh, I, I hundred percent in Mario wonder today. Um, Ooh, yeah, that's, uh, have you, I'm only in the fourth world still, Okay, but I, I do look forward to it, uh, especially the hard levels. How were those without spoiling? Um, like the, the star world. Yeah. The, they're pretty good. They're, they're definitely hard. The last one is pretty tough. Um, and then the final, final one. So there's like the final test, which is pretty tough. That takes that took me quite a few tries. And then there's the final, final test. Is this like Dark Side of the Moon type stuff, like from Odyssey? Um, that level of brutality. That I, I still haven't beat that level. I, I, maybe it's it's the final, final test is pretty tough. The nice thing is there are checkpoints, um, but it is it's a lot of trial and error. Mm-hmm. Um, it is not I 100% believe it is impossible to beat these on your first try you will in fact for there's several sections I think you'll die at least a couple times each section but it's still like I don't know it's still worth doing, I want I that I you know what I want that from a Mario game I'm happy because I've been playing this game this series too damn long yeah so because most of wonder i've been breezing through when i was yeah. playing it i was breezing through it yeah no the, and of course me too i it's I a had, smart move mm-hmm. it's a family game first and foremost yep and then they it, they did it so brilliantly man do all the hard stuff you know if you want like that's all optional yeah no i, I think this, this is a good way to put it um and i i liked I, I had and that was kind of my thing i beat it and i was like well i still want to play it and that's why i went and did the 100 percent um and then i got to like the basically once you get the hundred percent then you unlock one final level um Ooh, cool so so yeah if you want the final challenge you do have to get all the stands um reach the top of the flagpole on all levels and get all the flower coins and then you nice unlock. you really get your money's worth yeah i mean i'm happy with it i already I, felt that at four worlds in oh, i felt yeah but i i felt it pretty soon but i was like i want to keep playing it I just yeah. want to keep playing it. And so that's what I did. And I, yeah, that, that last level was a little bit more difficult than I would have liked. Um, but I got through it and I felt pretty satisfied afterwards. So, and I'm now, glad. last question I have for you on yeah. Wonder. Uh, it is still too early, right? You don't want that recency bias. Like, I'm, I'm still firm on my decision. It is my favorite 2D Mario of all time. Yeah. I, but is it still, I understand if it is too recent. I think it is still too recent, but like if I had to answer right now, I think I probably do like it better than World. 
Are you like almost at a tie, or you think like slightly above yeah, world at the moment? I think it's it's close because it's, it's hard. It depends on Mario like, World is such a perfect game. Yeah, if it's one of those things where it could, it depends on the day, depends on my mood. It's mm. also tough to compare because I did just play Wonder, so it's fresh in my mind. I remember exactly how good that game is. Um, I knew exactly how I was feeling the whole time I was playing it. World I haven't played in a while. So I, I probably should go back and play World and just kind of see. And maybe I will, because now that I have 100% of Wonder... Oh, sorry, guys. I just kicked over something. Um, now that I have 100% of Wonder, I'm like, well, I'm, maybe I should go back and play some World. But, um, but yeah. I, nice, man. Yeah, that's I really awesome. enjoyed it. And I'm, I'm glad you got to do that even during a crazy week. Yeah, yeah. It's That's why I love the Switch, man. I can just play it on my lunch break. I can just, you know, if my fiance wants to watch TV or something, I can just sit on the couch with her and play it. I, I can tear through any Switch games, um, which is why I haven't been playing Spider-Man. So I'm glad that I finished up Quantum Air because I was taking up my PlayStation time. And now that I've finished Wonder, I'm ready to just try to barrel through some spider-man and try to get that platinum and enjoy it i am. enjoy it i, I beat i think i i don't think last week i had to beat at that point yeah, i don't remember I think you said you were like you were getting close i did beat it and it's it's fantastic cool yeah i'm, I'm really looking forward to it uh, i played it a little bit today but not too long um yeah savor it cool well that about wraps it up mike before we get out of here what do you want to plug uh yo so you guys again like last week Follow me on Twitter. Well, sorry, X. Still getting used to that. <laughs> at Chipmunks Mikey. Um, also, unrelated, got to get it out there. I got to do a huge shout out to Peter Jackson. Thank you so much for that Friend music video show. for the new <laughs> Beatles song. Uh, that was everything I could have wanted. And that's been taking me away from the gaming world this week. But I have to just put it out there. Peter Jackson is a genius. Yeah, so. he is. I uh, got a shout out to Peter Jackson and for my YouTube channel. So Spider-Man is still in the works and I was actually working on it the other day until I got asked to do DreamWorks Kart Racing. Yeah, that was also my fault. I was asked to do that, but I was driving to LA and I was like, I literally will not be able to play this at all. And I'm I'm glad I took it though. It's still a fun game. Um, the YouTube thing is a backseat for now. Uh, Spider-Man is still planned to come out at some point, but like I said, uh, game journalism takes a little more precedence, but I am Mikey Chipmunks on YouTube at Chipmunks Mikey on X, and you can catch me on Noobfeed and Games Creed as well as our host. Yep. Um, pretty much nailed it. Um, you, I don't know why our outro is not playing. Oh, well, it might help if I had the sound up. Um. Outro is not playing. I don't know why. So maybe I just won't do our outro. I'll put it in post or something. Anyway, um, yeah. Thank you to Pecan Pie on Upbeat for our intro and outro songs. If you liked this episode, please give us a rating and review and follow uh, so more people can find us and check it out. We still want to grow a little bit. We're still in our infancy, which is why uh, we made sure to do an episode this week because I was driving to LA and then flying back. So I wanted to make sure I got something out there. Um, you can find other episodes of this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and Google Podcast. You can find me on Twitch at Smesty. Um, and yeah, you can find my Quantum Error review on Noobfeed. Um, so yeah, thanks again for listening. And we will see you guys all next time. Yeah. Bye. Peace.